You say, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going by what I see. I go by what the Word of God says. There's more than just this physical realm. There's also a spiritual realm. I don't care what this looks like. I know what God's Word says. I was told that my life would be one of pain and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California, and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing, and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Walmick Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you want to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. To help us set more people free, become a partner by visiting awmi.net slash give or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We'd love to have you join us today. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my second week of teaching on a subject that I've entitled Excellence. This is a teaching from the book of Daniel about primarily Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I tell you, a spirit of excellence is what caused Daniel and his three friends to be promoted in a kingdom where they were aliens, they had been conquered, they had been abused, they were made eunuchs, and they could have been bitter, and they could have been mad, and they could have just sat there and have thought, what's the use? Our life is wasted. But they had a spirit of excellence, and because of it, they were promoted, and Daniel actually served among the Babylonians and then the Persians for, some people believe, a minimum of 60 years, maybe as much as 80 years or more. And Daniel was mightily used. And it says specifically in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. You know, the whole realm here, this is talking about Darius the king, and he was a, a Persian, 
AT THE TIME, THIS WAS THE LARGEST EMPIRE THAT HAD EVER EXISTED. IT ACTUALLY EVEN WAS BIGGER THAN THE BABYLONIAN EMPIRE THAT THEY HAD JUST CONQUERED. AND DANIEL WAS THOUGHT TO BE THE PERSON WHO WOULD BE OVER THE ENTIRE KINGDOM, THE RULING THE LARGEST EMPIRE THAT HAD EVER EXISTED ON THE EARTH. AND AT THIS TIME, HE WAS AT LEAST 80 YEARS OLD. HE MIGHT HAVE BEEN 90 OR OLDER. AND WHY DID ALL OF THIS HAPPEN? BECAUSE HE HAD AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. PSALMS CHAPTER 16, VERSE 3, JESUS WAS SPEAKING THROUGH DAVID, AND HE SAYS, MY DESIRE, I MEAN, uh, HIS HEART WAS TOWARDS THE EXCELLENT IN WHOM WAS ALL OF HIS DESIRE. MAN, GOD LOVES PEOPLE THAT JUST HAVE THIS ATTITUDE OF FAITH AND HOPE AND THAT THEY ARE BELIEVING GOD AND TRUSTING GOD. SO I'VE BEEN POINTING OUT, THERE ARE FOUR THINGS THAT I WANT TO POINT OUT ABOUT WHAT MADE THESE PEOPLE HAVE A SPIRIT OF EXCELLENCE. THE FIRST THING WE TALKED ABOUT WAS THEIR IDENTITY. THEY WERE JEWS. THEY HAD A COVENANT WITH GOD, AND THEY REFUSED TO BECOME BABYLONIANS. THE BABYLONIANS TOOK THEM AND TRIED TO REEDUCATE THEM AND TO TRAIN THEM IN THE WAYS OF THINKING THE WAY THAT THE BABYLONIANS DID, BUT THEY HELD TO THEIR IDENTITY. THE SECOND THING, ONCE THEY KNEW THAT THEY WERE JEWS, THAT THEY HAD THIS COVENANT WITH GOD, THEY REFUSED TO COMPROMISE. SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO, THEY WOULDN'T BEND, THEY WOULDN'T BOW, THEY WOULDN'T BURN. THEY HELD TO THEIR CONVICTIONS. IF YOU ARE GOING TO BE A MAN OR A WOMAN OF EXCELLENCE, THEN YOU HAVE TO HAVE CONVICTIONS AND YOU CAN'T COMPROMISE THEM. YOU HAVE TO FEAR GOD MORE THAN YOU FEAR PEOPLE. WHAT I was st STARTED TALKING ABOUT YESTERDAY AND WHAT I'LL CONTINUE TODAY IS THAT YOU HAVE TO BE BOLD WITH IT. YOU CAN'T BE PASSIVE. YOU CAN'T BE A SECRET SERVICE AGENT. YOU HAVE TO BE BOLD WITH THIS. YOU HAVE TO STAND OUT. DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE WERE 12 DISCIPLES IN THE BOAT IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 13, AND THEY WERE ALL IN THE STORM. THEY ALL SAW JESUS COME WALKING, BUT ONLY ONE OF THEM, PETER, SAID, LORD, IF IT'S YOU, BID ME COME UNTO YOU ON THE WATER. DID YOU KNOW THEY ALL COULD HAVE WALKED ON THE WATER IF THEY'D HAVE DONE WHAT PETER DID? EVERYBODY WOULD LOVE TO HAVE THIS TESTIMONY OF GETTING OUT OF THE BOAT AND WALKING ON THE WATER. EVERYBODY WOULD LOVE TO DO THAT, BUT NOT EVERYBODY'S WILLING TO GET OUT OF THE BOAT. NOT EVERYBODY'S WILLING TO MAKE THAT KIND OF A DEMAND. WE WANT THE GREAT TESTIMONY, BUT WITHOUT ANY TEST. IF YOU HAVE A TESTIMONY WITHOUT A TEST, THEN ALL YOU'VE GOT IS A MONEY. <laughs> I HEARD JOYCE MYERS SAY THAT, AND I THOUGHT THAT WAS AWESOME. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? SOME PEOPLE ARE WANTING THESE GREAT EXPLOITS FOR THE LORD, BUT THEY WON'T STAND UP. DANIEL, SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO, THEY ALL TOOK A STAND, AND THEY WERE BOLD WITH IT. IF THEY WOULD HAVE COMPROMISED, IF THEY WOULD HAVE BEEN TIMID, IF THEY WOULD HAVE BEEN SHY, YOU DON'T HEAR ABOUT THOSE PEOPLE. IT'S THE PEOPLE WHO ARE ABLE TO STAND IN THE FACE OF ADVERSITY. AND I'M TELLING YOU, GOD IS CALLING ON, on CHRISTIANS TODAY TO STAND UP FOR WHAT'S RIGHT AND WRONG. AND SOMEBODY SAYS, BUT IT COULD COST ME MY LIFE. WELL, YOU STILL SHOULD BE DOING WHAT'S RIGHT. YOU JUST NEED TO DO WHAT'S RIGHT REGARDLESS OF WHAT THE CONSEQUENCES ARE. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S mi MILLIONS OF PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'D SAY, OH, MAN, I'M NOT WILLING, I'M NOT SURE THAT I'M WILLING TO DO THAT. WELL, THEN YOU DON'T HAVE AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. I'M NOT SAYING THAT TO CONDEMN YOU, BUT I'M SAYING IT TO TRY AND DRAW YOU UP HIGHER. THAT PRAISE GOD, THE LORD WANTS US TO BE WILLING TO STAND REGARDLESS OF WHAT THE CONSEQUENCES ARE. AND SO WE SEE HERE IN THE FIFTH CHAPTER, I'VE ALREADY USED A FEW OF THESE VERSES THE VERY FIRST DAY, TWO WEEKS AGO WHEN I STARTED TEACHING ON THIS, BUT THIS IS WHERE uh, BELSHAZZAR, WHO WAS THE GRANDSON OF NEBUCHADNEZZAR, 
IF YOU'VE LISTENED TO MY PROGRAMS THE LAST WEEK, I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT NEBUCHADNEZZAR AND HOW HE BUILT THIS IMAGE OF GOLD, HOW HE THREW THE HEBREW CHILDREN IN THE BURNING FIERY FURNACE, HOW HE HAD THIS DREAM AND GOD PUT HIM OUT IN THE FIELDS AND HE BECAME LIKE AN ANIMAL EATING GRASS AND LETTING HIS HAIR GROW LIKE FUR AND HIS FINGERNAILS LIKE CLOTHS. FOR SEVEN YEARS HE WAS TOTALLY LUNATIC AND ACTING LIKE AN ANIMAL UNTIL HE CAME TO RECOGNIZE THAT GOD WAS THE ONE WHO GAVE HIM HIS KINGDOM. AND WHEN HE FINALLY LEARNED HIS LESSON, GOD RETURNED HIM TO THE KINGDOM AND HE HUMBLED HIMSELF AND SUBMITTED HIMSELF TO GOD. WE READ ABOUT THAT IN DANIEL CHAPTER 4. WELL, HIS GRANDSON COMES ALONG AND HE IS HAVING A DRUNKEN ORGY. AND NOT ONLY uh, HAVING AN ORGY AND A DRUNKEN FEAST, BUT THEN HE SPECIFICALLY TAKES THE IMAGES OF GOLD, THE DRINKING VESSELS THAT WERE CAPTURED FROM THE TEMPLE IN JERUSALEM, AND HE USES THEM TO WORSHIP HIS GODS OF WOOD AND OF STONE. IT WAS A DIRECT DEFIANCE, ANTAGONISM AGAINST THE GOD, THE TRUE GOD. MAN, that, THAT'S AMAZING TO ME. I MENTIONED THIS THE VERY FIRST DAY, BUT IT AMAZES ME HOW THAT PEOPLE ONLY COME AGAINST GOD ALMIGHTY. THEY DON'T USE THE NAME OF MOHAMMED AND BUDDHA AND HARI KRISHNA WHEN THEY CURSE BECAUSE THERE'S NO POWER IN THOSE NAMES. THE VERY FACT THAT THEY SWEAR AND CURSE AGAINST OUR GOD, AGAINST THE LORD JESUS AND USE HIS NAME PROFANELY SHOWS THAT THERE'S POWER IN THAT NAME. THAT'S THE REASON THEY'RE FIGHTING AGAINST HIM. IT SHOWS THAT THEY'RE DEMONICALLY INSPIRED. AND SO THIS Belteshazzar WAS WORSHIPPING HIS IMAGES AND HIS GODS OF WOOD AND OF STONE, AND RIGHT IN THE MIDST OF THIS, A HAND COMES AND WRITES ON THE WALL, AND I WON'T TRY AND PRONOUNCE THESE WORDS. I DID THAT THE FIRST DAY TWO WEEKS AGO, AND I DON'T KNOW HOW TO SPEAK THOSE THINGS, BUT ANYWAY, THEY WROTE THESE WORDS. THERE WAS A TOTAL OF THREE WORDS. ONE OF THEM WAS REPEATED TWICE. MENE, I THINK IS THE WAY YOU PRONOUNCE IT. AND NOBODY COULD INTERPRET IT. AND FINALLY, THE QUEEN CAME AND SAID, THERE IS A MAN WHO WAS PROMOTED UNDER NEBUCHADNEZZAR, YOUR GRANDFATHER, BECAUSE AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT OF KNOWLEDGE AND UNDERSTANDING, INTERPRETING OF DREAMS AND SHOWING OF HARD SENTENCES AND DISSOLVING OF DOUBTS WERE FOUND IN THIS SAME DANIEL. AND SO THIS QUEEN CAME AND POINTED BELSHAZZAR, THE KING, TOWARDS DANIEL. DANIEL it HAD BEEN re RENAMED BY THESE BABYLONIAN KINGS, AND HIS NAME WAS BELTESHAZZAR, BUT THE KING HIMSELF WAS NAMED BELSHAZZAR. AND SO FINALLY, HE CALLED FOR DANIEL, AND HE BROUGHT DANIEL IN, AND IN VERSE 16, DANIEL 5, 16, IT SAYS, AND I HAVE HEARD OF THEE THAT THOU CANST MAKE INTERPRETATIONS AND DISSOLVE DOUBTS. NOW IF THOU CANST READ THE WRITING AND MAKE KNOWN TO ME THE INTERPRETATION THEREOF, THOU SHALT BE CLOTHED WITH SCARLET AND HAVE A CHAIN OF GOLD ABOUT THY NECK AND SHALT BE THE THIRD RULER IN THE KINGDOM. THEN DANIEL ANSWERED AND SAID BEFORE THE KING, LET THY GIFTS BE TO THYSELF AND GIVE THY REWARDS TO ANOTHER. YET I WILL READ THE WRITING UNTO THE KING AND MAKE KNOWN TO HIM THE INTERPRETATION. BOY, THIS IS AWESOME. DANIEL WASN'T SWAYED BY REWARDS AND GIFTS AND HONORS AND THINGS LIKE THIS. YOU KNOW, LET ME JUST... I'VE QUOTED THIS BEFORE. THIS IS JESUS SPEAKING, AND HE WAS TALKING TO THE PHARISEES WHO THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THAT THE PHARISEES LOVE THE PRAISES OF MAN. AND IN JOHN CHAPTER 5 AND IN VERSE 44, IT SAYS, HOW CAN YOU BELIEVE WHICH RECEIVE HONOR ONE OF ANOTHER AND SEEK NOT THE HONOR THAT COMETH FROM GOD ONLY? MAN, THAT IS QUITE A STATEMENT. 
HOW CAN YOU BELIEVE? OR HERE'S ANOTHER WAY OF SAYING THIS. YOU CAN'T BELIEVE IF YOU ARE SEEKING HONOR FROM MEN AND NOT SEEKING THE HONOR THAT COMES FROM GOD ALONE. WHEN YOU ARE SEEKING THE PRAISES OF PEOPLE, I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU WILL COMPROMISE YOUR CONVICTIONS TO GAIN THEIR PRAISE AND THEIR ACCEPTANCE AND THEIR APPROVAL. I WOULD SAY THAT THE VAST MAJORITY OF PEOPLE TODAY ARE CODEPENDENT UPON PEOPLE'S APPROVAL. YOU CAN'T LIVE WITHOUT IT. AND YET JESUS IS SAYING, YOU CAN'T BELIEVE IF YOU ARE SEEKING THE HONOR THAT COMES FROM PEOPLE. YOU HAVE TO GET TO WHERE YOU FEAR GOD ONLY, WHERE YOU HONOR GOD ONLY, THAT HE'S THE ONLY ONE THAT YOU ARE OUT TO PLEASE. AND I TELL YOU, I'M SPEAKING TO SOME PEOPLE RIGHT NOW THAT YOU MAY BE BORN AGAIN. YOU HAVE REPENTED OF YOUR SINS. IF YOU WERE TO DIE, YOU WOULD GO TO HEAVEN. BUT YOU HAVEN'T GOTTEN TO THE PLACE TO WHERE YOU SEEK THE HONOR FROM GOD ONLY. YOU WOULD COMPROMISE YOUR FAITH. YOU WILL BITE YOUR LIP. YOU WILL REFUSE TO SPEAK OUT AND STAND UP AND SAY WHAT IS TRUTH BECAUSE IT MIGHT COST YOU REJECTION FROM PEOPLE. IT MIGHT COST YOU YOUR JOB. IT COULD COST YOU A RAISE. IT COULD COST YOU uh, BEING THE MOST POPULAR PERSON IN THE BOWLING LEAGUE OR WHATEVER IT IS. THERE ARE MANY OF YOU THAT'S SEEKING HONOR FROM PEOPLE ONLY, AND THAT STOPS YOU FROM BELIEVING. IF YOU ARE A MAN PLEASER, YOU ARE NOT GOING TO BE A STRONG BELIEVER. I'M NOT SAYING ANY OF THESE THINGS TO HURT ANYBODY. I'M SAYING IT TO ENLIGHTEN US AND LET US KNOW THAT WE NEED TO GET TO WHERE WE SEEK THE HONOR THAT COMES FROM GOD ALONE. AND YOU CAN SEE THAT IN DANIEL RIGHT THERE. HE WAS OFFERED GREAT POSITION, WEALTH, GARMENTS, HONOR, RESPECT, ALL OF THESE THINGS, AND HE SAYS, KEEP ALL OF YOUR GIFTS. GIVE THEM TO SOMEBODY ELSE. I DON'T CARE. AND THAT'S AWESOME. YOU KNOW WHAT THAT'S? THAT'S A PERSON WITH A SPIRIT OF EXCELLENCE. THEY CAN'T BE BOUGHT. THEY CAN'T BE INTIMIDATED. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. I, I JUST HEAR RIGHT NOW PEOPLE DOING A LITTLE BIT OF SOUL SEARCHING ALL AROUND THE GLOBE AS THEY'RE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, BECAUSE I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, THIS IS AS RARE AS HEN'S TEETH IN OUR WORLD TODAY. MOST PEOPLE ARE JUST TOTALLY DEPENDENT ON WHAT EVERYBODY ELSE THINKS ABOUT THEM. YOU KNOW, THERE'S A TENDENCY FOR ME. I MEAN, THIS COMES AGAINST EVERYBODY. GOD CREATED US FOR FELLOWSHIP. I BELIEVE HE CREATED PEOPLE WITH A DESIRE TO LOVE AND TO BE LOVED. HE CREATED US FOR FELLOWSHIP, AND THERE IS JUST THIS DESIRE NOT TO BE ALONE. YOU KNOW, WHEN I FIRST WENT TO VIETNAM, I JUST ENJOYED BEING BY MYSELF. PRIOR TO GOING TO VIETNAM, I LOVED TO GO PLACES AND JUST GO CAMPING BY MYSELF, AND I ACTUALLY THOUGHT I COULD BE A HERMIT. BUT WHEN I GOT IN VIETNAM AND I HAD ZERO CHRISTIAN FELLOWSHIP, THE ONLY CHRISTIANS THAT I KNEW WERE PEOPLE THAT I LED TO THE LORD, and MAYBE ONE CHAPLAIN THAT I HAD, I REALIZED I COULDN'T BE A HERMIT. I REALIZED THAT I WANTED THIS FELLOWSHIP. I NEEDED THIS FELLOWSHIP. THE SCRIPTURE TELLS US NOT TO FORSAKE THE ASSEMBLING OF OURSELVES TOGETHER. SO I SAY ALL OF THAT TO SAY THAT GOD BUILT US WITH THIS DESIRE TO LOVE AND TO BE LOVED, BUT WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND THE MAJORITY OF PEOPLE ARE GOING BY THE BROAD GATE TOWARDS THE DESTRUCTION, NOT TOWARDS THE NARROW GATE. AND IF YOU ARE JUST FOLLOWING THE CROWD, IF YOU HAVE TO BE ACCEPTED AND IF YOU ARE SEEKING TO BE ACCEPTED BY THE WIDEST NUMBER OF PEOPLE, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU IT'S GOING TO WIND UP COSTING YOU YOUR FAITH IN SOME AREA. AND THIS IS WHERE WE SEE IT HAPPENING TODAY. THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT ARE MAN-PLEASERS, BUT DANIEL WASN'T. DANIEL WAS BOLD. HE DIDN'T CARE WHETHER HE GOT ANY GIFTS OR NOT. 
SO HE INTERPRETED THE KING'S DREAM TO HIM, OR HE INTERPRETED THIS SAYING, AND HE SAYS, THIS WORD MENE MEANS THAT YOU'VE BEEN WEIGHED IN THE BALANCES, YOU'VE BEEN find, FOUND WANTING, AND YOUR KINGDOM HAS BEEN TAKEN FROM YOU AND GIVEN TO THE MEDES AND THE PERSIANS. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT VERY NIGHT IT SAYS THAT ALL OF THESE THINGS CAME TO PASS? THAT VERY NIGHT. DARIUS AND CYRUS in, CAME INTO THE CITY OF BABYLON. BABYLON WAS LIKE AN IMPREGNABLE FORTRESS. THERE WAS NO WAY TO SCALE THE WALLS. THEY WERE BIG ENOUGH THAT YOU COULD, uh, YOU KNOW, HAVE uh, BASEBALL GAMES on, ON TOP OF THE WALL. THEY WERE HUGE. IT WAS AN IMPREGNABLE FORTRESS. BUT WHAT THEY HAD DONE, THEY HAD DIVERTED PART OF THE EUPHRATES RIVER TO FLOW THROUGH THE CITY TO GIVE THEM A WATER SUPPLY, EVEN IF THEY WERE BESIEGED. AND THE PERSIANS DIVERTED THAT WATER BACK INTO THE EUPHRATES AND CUT IT OFF, AND THEY WERE ABLE TO COME IN THROUGH THAT WATER CANAL INTO THE CITY. AND THAT VERY NIGHT, THE PERSIANS OVERCAME BELSHAZZAR AND TOOK THE KINGDOM. THEY KILLED HIM. AND I PERSONALLY BELIEVE THAT THAT'S ONE OF THE REASONS THAT IN CHAPTER 6, DARIUS, THE PERSIAN RULER, WAS THINKING ABOUT PUTTING DANIEL OVER THE ENTIRE KINGDOM. HOW IS IT THAT A PERSIAN TOOK A PERSON WHO WAS ACTUALLY A JEW AND WHO HAD BEEN IN THE BABYLONIAN COURTS FOR PROBABLY AT LEAST 50 TO 60 YEARS, HOW IS IT THAT A JEW WHO HAD BEEN SERVING IN THE, per in the BABYLONIAN COURTS WOUND UP BEING THE SECOND IN COMMAND OVER ALL OF PERSIA? I BELIEVE IT'S BECAUSE HE WAS TOLD WHAT HAPPENED AND THAT DANIEL INTERPRETED THIS HANDWRITING ON THE WALL. AND BECAUSE OF THIS, HE GAINED FAVOR IN THE SIGHT OF DARIUS. BUT ONE OF THE THINGS I'M WANTING YOU TO SEE IS THAT ANOTHER CHARACTERISTIC OF HAVING AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT IS THIS BOLDNESS THAT DANIEL HAD. HE WENT INTO A KING AND BASICALLY READ HIM HIS OWN DEATH SENTENCE. AND HE SAYS, YOU HAVE BEEN FOUND IN THE... YOU'VE BEEN WEIGHED IN THE BALANCES. YOU ARE FOUND WANTING. THINK ABOUT THIS. HERE'S A MAN WHO'S SO ARROGANT THAT HE'S THROWING this, THIS PARTY, THIS DRUNKEN BRAWL. HE SPECIFICALLY DEFINED THE GOD OF THE JEWS, NOT THE GOD OF ANY OF THE OTHER NATIONS THAT HAD BEEN co CONQUERED, BUT THE GOD OF THE JEWS. HE TOOK THE VESSELS FROM THE TEMPLE, AND HE WAS JUST MOCKING THE GOD OF THE JEWS. AND THEN THIS HAND COMES AND WRITES ON THE WALL, AND A JEW STEPS UP AND READS HIM THE RIOT ACT AND SAID, YOU'VE BEEN WEIGHED IN THE BALANCES. YOU'VE BEEN FOUND WANTING. YOUR KINGDOM IS TAKEN FROM YOU AND GIVEN TO THE MEDES AND THE PERSIANS THIS NIGHT. AND HE STOOD THERE WITH BOLDNESS, HIS OWN LIFE BEING ON THE LINE. AND HE STOOD THERE WITH BOLDNESS. THIS IS ANOTHER TRAIT, I BELIEVE, OF AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. I'VE USED THIS VERSE ALREADY, BUT PROVERBS CHAPTER 28, VERSE 1 SAYS, THE WICKED FLEE WHEN THERE'S NO MAN WITHOUT, BUT THE RIGHTEOUS ARE BOLD AS A LION. MAN, WHEN YOU UNDERSTAND YOUR RIGHTEOUS POSITION, WHEN YOU MAKE GOD YOUR SOURCE, YOUR IDENTITY IS IN HIM, YOU HAVE MADE A DECISION, YOU'VE PURPOSED IN YOUR HEART THAT I'M NOT GOING TO COMPROMISE. WELL, THEN THE NEXT THING THAT WILL HAPPEN IS IT WILL GIVE YOU A BOLDNESS TO STAND UP AND NOT WORRY ABOUT WHAT PEOPLE HAVE TO SAY. YOU KNOW, SATAN IS A BULLY. SATAN INTIMIDATES, BUT HE REALLY HAS NO POWER. JESUS DEFEATED SATAN. SATAN IS A DEFEATED FOE. THE ONLY POWER THAT HE HAS IS JUST A BIG MOUTH. 
HE'LL COME AND TELL YOU THAT HE'S GOING TO DO ALL OF THESE THINGS, BUT SATAN CAN'T DO A SINGLE THING TO YOU WITHOUT YOUR CONSENT AND COOPERATION. AND, YOU KNOW, I'VE SEEN, I'VE DEALT WITH BULLIES MY ENTIRE LIFE. OF COURSE, I BELIEVE ALL OF US DID TO SOME DEGREE OR ANOTHER IN SCHOOL. THERE WERE THESE PEOPLE THAT WOULD ALWAYS JUST TRY AND BULLY OTHER PEOPLE. AND I REMEMBER WHEN I WAS IN JUNIOR HIGH, THERE WAS THIS ONE GUY, I WON'T GIVE YOU HIS NAME, BUT I REMEMBER HIM VERY, VERY WELL. AND HE HAD FLUNKED TWO OR THREE GRADES, SO HE WAS LIKE TWO OR THREE YEARS OLDER THAN ANYBODY ELSE THAT WAS IN THIS JUNIOR HIGH. AND HE WOULD JUST PICK ON PEOPLE. I SAW HIM BEAT ON PEOPLE. I SAW HIM GIVE BRUISES TO PEOPLE. AND HE WAS JUST ALWAYS BULLYING PEOPLE. AND ONE DAY, HE TOOK THIS LITTLE SCRAWNY KID, AND HE STARTED PUSHING HIM AROUND AND TELLING HIM HE WAS GOING TO BEAT HIM UP AND DO ALL OF THIS STUFF. AND, YOU KNOW, I DON'T KNOW WHY I DID THIS. I'M NOT A FIGHTER. I WAS ONLY IN, REALLY, ONE FIGHT, MAYBE TWO FIGHTS IN MY ENTIRE LIFE. I JUST NEVER WAS A FIGHTER. THAT WASN'T MY uh, STRENGTH. SO IT WASN'T LIKE IT WAS MY NORMAL WAY OF DOING THINGS. BUT I SAW THIS GUY JUST BEATING UP ON THIS KID. IT WAS TOTALLY WRONG. HE WAS TOTALLY NO PURPOSE FOR DOING THIS. AND I JUST STOOD UP TO HIM, AND I STOOD IN BETWEEN HIM AND THIS OTHER KID, AND I SAID, YOU NEED TO STOP THIS. I SAID, THIS IS WRONG. HE HADN'T DONE ANYTHING, AND I TOLD HIM TO STOP. AND THIS GUY GOT MAD AND TURNED HIS WRATH ON ME, AND HE SAYS, I'LL BEAT YOU UP. AND I SAID, YOU PROBABLY WILL. I SAID, I DOUBT THAT I CAN BEAT YOU, BUT I SAID, I AM NOT GOING TO SIT HERE AND WATCH YOU JUST BEAT UP ON THIS KID, WHETHER YOU BEAT ME UP OR NOT. I JUST STOOD UP TO HIM. AND DID YOU KNOW, HE DIDN'T DO A THING TO ME. INSTEAD, HE RESPECTED ME FOR HAVING ENOUGH COURAGE TO STAND UP, EVEN WHEN I KNEW THAT I COULDN'T WIN. THIS GUY WAS TWO OR THREE YEARS OLDER THAN ME. I WASN'T A FIGHTER. I DIDN'T HAVE A CHANCE. BUT, YOU KNOW, HE RESPECTED ME. AND IT WAS FUNNY BECAUSE IT TURNED OUT THAT HE came, BECAME MY FRIEND AND IF ANYBODY PICKED ON ME, THEY HAD TO GO ANSWER TO THIS GUY. THE SCHOOL BULLY BECAME MY PERSONAL BODYGUARD. IT WAS JUST PHENOMENAL THE WAY THAT GOD WORKED THIS OUT. AND I'VE SEEN THIS LOTS OF TIMES. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS IN THE ARMY, WE GOT DRAFTED ANYWAY. THERE WAS THIS ONE GUY THAT uh, THE VERY FIRST DAY THAT WE WERE IN THE ARMY, THIS FIELD SERGEANT, WAS ASKING EVERYBODY WHAT THEY DID. AND HE ASKED THIS ONE GUY, AND THIS ONE GUY DIDN'T WANT TO TELL WHAT HE DID BEFORE HE WAS DRAFTED. AND THEY SAID, NO, TELL ME, I WANT TO KNOW. AND HE SAYS, WELL, I WAS A PIMP. AND THE FIELD SERGEANT SAID, WELL, MAN, YOU'RE MY KIND OF GUY. AND HE MADE HIM THE TRAINEE FIELD SERGEANT, OVER 200 PEOPLE IN OUR COMPANY. NOW, THIS WAS A BLACK MAN, AND HE HAPPENED TO BE BUNKED NEXT TO ME IN THE BARRACKS, AND I JUST STARTED WITNESSING TO HIM. AND IT TURNED OUT THAT HIS DAD WAS A BAPTIST PREACHER, AND HE KNEW THAT THE WAY HE WAS LIVING WAS WRONG. AND BECAUSE I STOOD UP, AND BECAUSE I COUNTERED THIS, AND I WITNESSED TO HIM, AND I DIDN'T CONDEMN HIM. I TOLD HIM ABOUT THE LOVE OF GOD, BUT I SAID, WHAT YOU'RE DOING IS WRONG. AND I WITNESSED TO HIM. DID YOU KNOW THAT THEY HAD A RACE RIDE? AND IN OUR PLACE, THERE WAS 200 PEOPLE IN MY COMPANY. THERE WAS 100 PEOPLE IN OUR BARRACKS, AND OUR BARRACKS WERE SPLIT IN HALF SO THAT THERE WAS 50 ON ONE SIDE AND THEN A LATRINE IN THE MIDDLE AND 50 ON THE OTHER SIDE. AND ON THIS SIDE THAT I WAS, THE MAJORITY OF OUR SIDE WERE BLACKS IN THERE, AND THE WHITES WERE IN THE MINORITY. I THINK THERE WAS PROBABLY NOT ONLY, BUT MAYBE 15 OF US OUT OF 50 THAT WERE WHITE. AND ONE WEEKEND, THEY CAME BACK FROM A LEAVE AND EVERYBODY WAS DRUNK AND THEY STARTED A RACE RIOT. AND THE BLACKS, they, THEY BLOCKED THE DOORS. THEY WOULDN'T LET ANYBODY ESCAPE. 
and they started at the other end of the barracks, and they just started pulling all of the whites out and beating their heads on the concrete. We had a drain in the middle, and the drain actually stopped up because there was so much blood that flew, uh, that was flowing in there, it stopped up the drain, and you had to slosh through the blood. And they took all of these guys, I forget how many, 10, 15, maybe 20 maximum, and they took all of them and they beat them, and every single white guy in the whole barracks went to the infirmary except me. And it was because when the guy who was doing all of this, the guy who had been the pimp in the world, got to me, he was drunk. He reached over and he grabbed me and pulled me up off of my bed. I was just laying there praying because I never was a fighter in the first place, and I certainly wasn't going to overcome 35 blacks against one white. And I just laid there, and he picked me up, and when he saw me, I believe that God just touched him. He respected me because I had stood up, and he just threw me back on my bunk, and he fell on his bunk, and that was the end of it. I was the only one that didn't get beat up. You know, this is the way it is. When you stand up, God promotes that. That's an excellent spirit. I'm not proclaiming that I've done everything perfectly, but I am saying that, man, I have done these things to a degree. I'm seeking to do it better all of the time. And when you stand up, God will defend you. God will take your part. That's an excellent spirit. You just got to be bold enough to stand up and speak the truth regardless of what it costs you. Man, that's awesome. I'm going to continue this next week, but I encourage you to please get this book entitled Excellence. It will really help you. I've got a book in English and in Spanish. I've got CDs and I've got DVDs, and I promise you this teaching would make a difference in your life. So listen to our announcer as he gives you the information, and then please call or write and receive these materials. Discover the blessings that accompany an excellent spirit when you get Andrew's teaching titled Excellence. This teaching is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast, or in a DVD album recorded live from the 2016 Men's Advance. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. You can also get Andrew's book titled Excellence for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. But there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says, that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry. Become a partner today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.
I want to encourage you to check out a brand new program that we created at Gospel Truth TV with Tony Dungy and James Brown. They're both at the top of their game. Tony is an award-winning, Super Bowl-winning coach. Uh, James Brown is uh, at the top of his game announcing sports things. I mean, they are awesome men. They do an interview on Beyond the Game with JB and Tony is what we've entitled it. And they interview these sports figures and share things with you that usually get cut out on the secular networks. These sports figures are going to share their heart with you about their relationship with the Lord. And I tell you, it'll be a blessing. So check it out on gospeltruth.tv.